be the last one standing Two hands in the air, I'm a champion You'll be looking up at me when it's over I live for the battle, I'm a soldier Yeah, I'm a fighter like Rocky Put your flag on your back like Ali Yeah, I'm the greatest, I'm stronger Bet my dudes can't lose, I'm a own ya yeah. Hey! Hi, welcome back. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. And we are Supercoach Insider. Yep. Uh, today's episode, we are covering the Collingwood team analysis. Uh, please, my boys. Bear. Get in there. Bear with Chris. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Forex Gold. Unfortunately, we're, we're down to... Uh, uh, it's cheap, it's nasty, it's overpopulated. Much like, much like Hollywood. <laughs> I think it's uh, it suits. Pretty much. Yeah. No, look, I don't actually ever it drink suits. this. It's just the last thing that we have. <laughs> so don't judge us. Please don't judge us. Please don't judge Chris for what he's about to do. No, no, we're good. Forgive. We're good. We're, we're good. We're good. Please forgive. Um, now, um, before we start, I think we it, it's only fair that we really start with the most important of important things. So without further ado... We're going to be playing the highlights of the preliminary final from last year. <laughs> oh, isn't this great? All right. You're so. just trying to hurt Swizz. That's all you're trying to do. <laughs> oh, what a game it was, though. Didn't everyone just have a fantastic time? Oh, Cox had a great, he had a great game. Oh, that, was mate, a, that was good. The old big Mason. Oh. They out-pressured out Richmond. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, the only place he's better is on Twitter. Actually, Follow Chris, on Twitter I, actually I believe hilarious. this is my segment. I believe you can just shut I'll, up. I'll calm down. Wonderful. I'll, I'll watch the highlights. I'll just, I'll just comment. <laughs> yeah, you do what you do and uh, enjoy your premature win. Uh, <laughs> oh, of course, he's going to roll around and he's right there. Oh, what a snap. That was a great goal. Get in there. Anyway, so let's look at their draw quickly. Um, according to Champion Data, they have the hardest draw, which means I would like to stay off Collingwood as much as I can. Oh, fair enough. I mean, they, it will be- they were benefited. They did have an easy draw last year because yes. they came 13th. They did benefit from that highly. They made top four, they made the grand final, but they made the grand final playing the hardest teams that they could. So, you can't say that they're not a good team. Um, so, the first four includes Geelong, Richmond, West Coast Eagles, and the Western Bulldogs, all at the G, so a tough start. The fifth one should be a win, though, am I right? Probably. They play Brisbane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, who are they playing? Well, I was like, probably. Thanks for the setup part. You're right. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so the round 16 to round, round 19 is also a very hard run. So they have the Hawks. Then they verse West Coast away, GWS away, and then Richmond back at home. Yep. I think they play a majority of their games, like 16 games at the MCG. Um, that being said, I think it's going to be a very successful year for Collingwood. In the bank, I think they're going to make with oh, yeah. a lot of prime time, a lot of Thursday night footy, a lot of Friday night footy. They're going to make so much money this Memberships year. Memberships are going to go through the roof. So much money. Yeah. And then it's going to fall through because they're going to lose a lot of games. <laughs> so I think it'll be profitable, a good year. They're, they're not I missing think, the eight though, right? I think really? They could. Western Bulldogs did it. Mm, and they won a premiership. What more do you want? I think that they've improved their list. Nothing's given. So they've improved their list. They've got yeah. They filled up. They filled gaps. You know, with their trade ins. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But. Well, it depends. They do play well at the G. I think they could do well. They should be in the eight, especially with Dane Beams and that sort of thing coming into the fold. They did yep. keep Langdon. They did keep Dego, which is awesome for them. Yep. They would have been in trouble if they didn't. Um, I really stickly that just another year away from getting rid of Greenwood, getting rid of Maine. Uh, and actually, free by up the some, way, Maine, like back off last year, yeah, he played did. brilliant football. Well, he did. He, he his, played brilliant football. Well, you got to earn your keep one year out of every three, don't you? So, yeah, exactly right. Justified um, his paycheck in one whereas year. Whereas Greenwood, um, nah, which we'll get to I in a second. I think he'll go. I think he'll go. I think, uh, anyway, we'll get to that in a second. 
Uh, round 13 buys, as we said, they share the middle buy round with Brisbane, Geelong, Melbourne, Sydney, and West Which Coast. Is a tough, tough buy round to navigate. Very, very tough. Jeez, um, 45 to 9. What a start. Mason yeah, Cox, oh, 51 it's, it's, to 9. It's that time where we've just praised the Cox. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is, this is on full screen, so we can't even see the chat. Swizz is probably just getting yeah, so angry. Sorry. He's getting so we'll get angry. We'll get to right the chat. Now. We'll get to it, the after, end of it after the highlights package. You will cop some abuse. You will cop some abuse. Oh, totally worth it. Totally worth it. Look at Jackie, Jackie Crisp had a brilliant game. I think he got 153 Supercoach that game. Good thing uh, premierships aren't won in the prelim, hey, Chris? No, they definitely aren't. But <laughs> I was, look, I just said, I was surprised just to be there. Uh, so but, so uh, well, West Coast. Anyway, um, cracking game. Um, look, I'm going to start with rookies tonight. I don't think there are too many rookies that are relevant nah, for Collingwood, simply for the fact that they are loaded up with talent. It's going to be pressed for positions, and uh, I think they've got so much experience that you're not going to really blood too many young guys. There's you so may... many guys coming back from injury, too. Yeah, that, like... exactly. Like Reed, um, Wells, Wells, Jamie Elliott, Elliot, yeah, Darcy so... Moore. Like, I think it's going to be pressed for positions. I think those that... And Dunn's going to push halfway through. Those the that, uh, if they get an opportunity, it might be for a game or two. Or they already got their games last year because they were, did have injury concerns. So they're already heavily priced. So yeah. I think it's lose-lose. I think um, Isaac Quainer. How do you K- say it? Quainer? Uh, Quainer? Could someone tell us in the chat how, how you, to pronounce it? Like Quainer? Um, like what, what's that stuff you put IQ in... IQ is that, what I'm going to call What's that stuff it? you put in, the, in healthy food? It's um, Asai? I don't know. No, it's um, anyway, Quainor. I don't know. Who knows? It's uh, some vegan crap. <laughs> no idea. I definitely would have no known idea. What it is. Um, Who knows? Anyway, anyway, so I digress. Um, he's 153k defender. Yep. Uh, first round draft pick, likened to Jason Johannesson for his speed and the ability to take game on. And um, however, he- it's also probably because of his hair. <laughs> and many believe he's ready to step into the senior team should an opportunity arise, which is probably the main part of yeah. that. Uh, especially with the Asada drug testing hanging over Sam Murray, yep. uh, they could actually be using him. Possibly, uh, hold on, Chris. I know you have your an opinion here. He averaged four hundred nineteen meters gained in the under eighteen championships and was ranked second in the competition. Uh, which was rated elite for contested possessions. Uh, so watch his preseason form. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, um, we just got a new follower on Twitch, uh, ZJ Fisher. So maybe you're Zach Fisher. Ooh. Maybe Zach Fisher's watching us at the moment. So yeah, mate, uh, how's your season going to go? <laughs> um, thanks well, for Yeah, thanks that was so someone much. just created an account to mess with us. Yeah, right. Um, look, so here's the thing about Keenoy and why I think he might play round one is that they just don't have his type of player. Yes. They had him in San Murray, and he's not playing this year, and he probably won't play for another two years. Um, so I think he's gone. What was his reading for? Cocaine on d- match day cocaine. <laughs> like like the most dumbest thing you can do. I mean, at least, <laughs> at least, um, uh, what's it? Mumford had the good sense to do it when he's retired, or potentially not really retired, but a long time ago that didn't really count. Um, his type of player. Now, he's not necessarily going to be a great super coach player, but I think he can average 50 or 60 in, a, in his first season, which is what you want, right? That's that's pretty much all you want. The highlights are still going. They are still going. <laughs> oh, it's still going. Oh, look at that. Mason Cox is happy. Oh, look at that. Oh, what, a, what an absolute smashing, by the way. 97. <laughs> Richmond are going to be minor premiers again right, this year. All right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll get out of this and we'll move into uh, we'll transition over here. Um, Bring the chat back up so I can see the abuse. Here yeah, right. Uh, anyway, so I do think that there could potentially be a spot, even a round one spot, for someone like IQ. 
That's why I'm calling in for now and in case you want. IQ would be a smart decision. Yeah. Uh, 153k, so not the cheapest rookie. And... Um, uh, yeah, so it, w- it will depend. and But, you know, I think you've got a bit of flexibility in defense this year. Let's see how he goes in the JLT before we pass judgment, but definitely someone that I'm looking at, and he's heavily on my radar so far. Oh, Trelaw. We will get to Trelaw. Uh, okay, so I'll move into the premiums first of all. Brody Grundy, the big one-two ruck <sighs> combo. It's a very expensive start. It is. Uh, are you game enough to start both with I- that many cheap... Secondary options. Gorn and Grundy, you mean? Yeah. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. Well, but if you're going to lock one in, it has to be Grundy, right? He's younger. He's more dynamic. There's no one that's going to impact his ruck time. He's the new ruck rules. He's an absolute brute. Here's some interesting stats about Brady Grundy in this ridiculous year that he had. He ranked seventh in the league for contested possessions as a ruckman. Seventh in the league. <laughs> I like how you just. Many midfielders are in the comp right now, being like, "Oh yeah, but Brady Grundy's averaging more than me." <laughs> like, um, tenth for clearances, thirteenth for tackles, tenth in score involvements, and second in hitouts. For like, you're right. That's why he's, he he averaged a hundred and thirty. Yes, um, um, and he's only twenty twenty five. But he's twenty five. Hard draw. Well, turning twenty five. I have a hard draw, Chris. I don't think it matters to Brody. I don't think it matters to him at all whether or not. He's playing a hard ruckman, or he because he take it's a it's a ruckman v ruckman, not a team versus team. He's getting one forties, one fifties in losses. That's what that's 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 the thing. Now the only thing that I can see, if I'm looking like literally massive crystal ball and saying, oh well, okay, what's possibly going to affect him? Jordan Ruffhead. So we recruited Jordan Ruffhead in the off season, but I think he yeah you're right. I think he'll actually well, they've play. Already, more. They've already said defending. Yeah. Um, so I think there's probably an echo. Can close that door. Echo, echo. Is there an echo, echo here? Echo. I, I actually think, honestly, that um, uh, he will play in defence. Whether or not he plays defender ruck, that's something that I'm I'm interested in. I don't know what the dynamic there's going to be because if, if you're worried about an echo, Chris, maybe you should stop yelling. <laughs> that's also true. But is is, a, is Jordan Ruffhead playing defender ruck, or is Cox still playing forward ruck? Because what I do know is that they do want to have Cox at forward as much as possible because he's such an impact down there. But he's also so tall that he was having some really great hitouts at times. That's fair. But he just doesn't understand the game well enough, in my opinion, to play ruck well, on a more permanent basis. Here's what's going to happen, Chris, is um, none of the other rucks are relevant in defense or forward. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think they have a tough draw. So, for me, yes, I do like Grundy. Uh, Max Gorn probably has more injury issues than Grundy previously. Yeah. So I guess he gets the nod for that. Consistency um, is massive with Grundy as well. Yeah. So like, but, in terms of games played, he just he's on the park. You know, hard draw though. Like I don't know, but Melbourne have a fairly hard draw also. But uh, it depends on coins. If you're about ten grand short, then maybe not. But yeah. um, anyway, the next one I've got on my list is Trelaw. I uh, had a very very good year. And shout um, out to our new follower, Fisher. Mr. Fisher. Um, so he just said thoughts on Trelaw for first C, and I've got some great stats on Trelaw this year. I do like Trelaw. I tried to get Trelaw uh, in my side. I tried to give up Ollie Wines and Pierce Hanley to get Trelaw, which I yep. thought was a great buy. Um, didn't work out, obviously. No, because he pulled two hamstrings simultaneously. <laughs> um, which no one's ever... Apparently, the injury was so rare that like, it, like seeing it happen... Like people were just like, I don't understand. Like he was literally sp- like, and he gets on, like he sprints. Like he's not one to, to shy away from running down the wing. Uh, a little bit like Mohamed Salah. He should have just fallen over. Um, he, he did. He felt it was. Yeah, he tried to hold. He on. fumbled the ball and tried to keep his feet, 
and both hammies went on the ex- extension and he just laid on the ground. It looked like he was cramping and then he was going to come back on. And they're like, no, nah, we shouldn't just in case because it was late in the fourth quarter. I think he was already on 95 Supercoach when he did it. So um, he was averaging 109 before that, which is just stupid. But he came back for the finals and was massively underdone. He only um, averaged 78.75 over the four games in the finals. Ooh. So that's concerning. Now, he's not the only pie mid that underperformed in the finals, but he is definitely one of them. I think he'll be pretty unique. He's 594K. I don't know many people that are going to be running him in standard. So as an option that could average 110K, if you've got that and you're going, say, him or Neil, he could be a massively unique option. And he's got the potential to push 115. I'm not doing it, but I can see people doing it. I'm just laughing at your fun facts here. My fun facts? You've got, you've got, I've got a fun fact. You've got who they're dating. I do. So Why, why do people care who they're dating? Well, I care. So um, Because I follow him on, Twitter, on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and basically everything. Great guy. He's actually been at the um, NBA watching the Lakers the last uh, few days, and he just flew back from the States. He's dating a, a, a girl called Kim Revellian. So she plays for the Australian netball team and the Magpies netball team. And I think it's funny, like a lot of the players are dating some of the girls from the netball team. One of the funny ones is Mason Cox was actually dating Shani Layton, who was in the Magpies netball team and played for Australia. Um, and he broke up with her and started going out with Jeeva Mentor, who replaced her position. <laughs> so not only was she replaced by the Magpies, replaced by Mason Cox. Jeez. Oh, that's hilarious. Good, good on you, mate. Jeez. Although the plus side is dating Mason Cox, you can wear the biggest heels you like. <laughs> well, she's pretty tall too. Yeah, never, she's a goalkeeper. Oh, really? so, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you never have an issue of... Um, and she's know, British. I, I can't wear heels with you because you're tall. Like, you're too small. <laughs> you're not going to have an no, issue. you don't have an issue. No. <laughs> Um, so you, look, you, you can go out and date in a cherry picker yeah. <laughs> and you'll be fine oh. I do think he's a viable option but I will say that um, he, it's it's more of a um, you know a uh, what's it called when you have someone instead of the other one replacement no unique it's just a, it's a unique instead of a um, uh, a Lockie Neal or yes. someone who like a Zach Merritt I mean which unfortunately is $50,000 less my, my only concern with picking Collingwood players is that there's so many good midfielders that who's going to get the points or are they mm. going to rotate through like yes Trelaw is awesome but you Man, know well, I think maybe they'll be so packed that Adams might actually push into defence a little bit more or will they push Pendlebury into defence more and get Adams more in the midfield I need I'm to interested see, to see I where to Pendles see goes, and he's actually next to my list. And, and you're right, I, I, I'm, I actually think Pendles will have a role change massive this year. Well, he's next on my list. Ah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> we'll go through your list then. Chris is hijacking this. <laughs> Sorry, mate. So you're you, tell me all this. about Scott Pendlebury. Tell me all you think he'll have a role change. <laughs> I just don't know what to do anymore. I get the Collingwood segment. I was going to rattle off my names and I was going to let Chris come in with some of his statistics. And now he's going off his list. No, it's okay. And the hijack. No, that's fine. Pendlebury. I actually really like Pendlebury. I think with the amount of quality mids and young mids, I think they'll let them do the bulk of the work and he'll be the the polish, the panache. Panache. Um, I like that word. Yeah. Is it made up? (laughs) Um, So uh, he could push into defense more. Adams could push into defense more. I need to see how they're going to work because kind they have so, useless in, um, so many options. It renders him useless as a, as a mid-option in standard, doesn't it? I think it does. Um, and in draft, his value diminishes. Yes. I, I, like if people are taking... I love, I love Pendlebury, but I think they're going to let these other guys do the Other bulk. people will take him. Yeah. Other people will take the heavy lifting yep. and Pendlebury will be the polish. And I think that could affect him. 
Uh, if he plays as a defender, like, yeah. and they actually try and get the ball into his hands and he's a bit more loose, yeah. he could go 105-plus. Yeah, but I agree. It's, uh, I, I need to see how they work. And they have um, a ready-made replacement. One of the great things is they've got Braden Sire sitting right there, uh, played a lot of the games, played the finals even, and he just looks like he's ready. Um, he, the, his type, they didn't have, and they were grooming too. They were grooming Braden Sire and they were grooming Rupert Wills. Both those big body inside midfielders to take over from Pendles when he retires. And I think size now, at the time, he played, I think, the last nine games of the season and all of the finals. Um, he's ready. So I think that uh, when it comes to lining up in the midfield round one, I think size is going to be right there alongside Trelaw and probably Taylor Adams in the midfield. So we'll see how that pans out. What happens with Pendles, though, I'm not sure. He's played behind the ball. He's played in front of the ball. Both of them didn't set the world on fire. He's not really fast enough to play on a wing. No, he's just got amazing hands. So really, he'd be more, he'd be better so off. So does that mean he would like? What does well, he do? He'd be better here? off being in the guts initially, and then pushing behind the ball once uh, the game so goes on. So taking his clearance and then well, getting the clearance, getting the clean hands to someone in space, so you can set up a side bottom or set up someone so else, and then similar push to back. a dusty that goes in there for the center clearance and then just pushes forward. Yeah. So if you don't win the, if you don't or, or pushes back. So if you don't win the center clearance, you then move on. Yep. Uh, but I think he's so good to be able to get the ball and have that spatial awareness from the basketball background to be able to actually hit that handball. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I do like Trelaw. I'm he's interested. averaged 111 pro- previously, but then he's also dropped down to like a 99 average. So I like Trelaw, but I'm not... You can't and pick, he's 600K, right? You can't pick any of them with conviction. Yeah. You just can't. I agree. Like any of them's a good pick. They all have, they all have questions. With, correct. They all have questions. Every single like one of them. There's one that doesn't. Um, Dane Beams. Dane Beams. Oh, ah, I knew it. I'll let you take this you over. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, because I'm too butthurt. You, you take this over. All right. Well, look. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what. I didn't think that they would, and we don't really need Dan Beams. And, and I, no. yeah, the one person who's upset is Jordan Degoe. Yeah. Because he massively takes his mid-time. And what do you think? He might play well, 30% forward, 70% mid, or what What, uh, what combination is he going to play? Beams or? Beams. 60-40? 60-40, you reckon? So, I, I think he'll push... He'll play... I think he'll play a lot more half-forward because he averages more than a goal a game. Anyway. He does. He's, he's a goal so kicker. He's a goal kicker. So I think yeah. it's okay for him to go in there, have the impact, and then rest forward. The thing I like, though, is Beams won't have to get injured. Yep. Trying to out-muscle things. He'll just be... He'll get in there, smash it, get the ball, get out, have a rest, go forward, kick some goals. Happy days. Um, he can take it easy. He's got a midfield... But I think the flow, and the flow and effect between Beams and Pendlebury's... In relation to, you know, like side bottom then goes out more to the wing and gets the yeah. outside ball. You have... Um, Which actually, I think, helps him, just so you know. Well, so do I. Um, but he then actually have, averaged but more then, when he was then, outside. But then that, that flows on to then Phillips and that flows on to Sia, yeah. um, Sire, yeah. or however you say it. I don't know how he's Sire, Sire. I don't know how you say it. But it has a flow-on effect. So it's in, yes, you know, um, it could be good for Sia or Sire or... You know, please, Mr. Sire, sir. Um, yeah, I think he starts on a half-four flat, rotating through midfield, but I'm not yes. sure how many minutes he gets. But Dane Beams just scores well. He scores anyway. He, he kicks scores. goals. You know, he kicked six goals in that one game that he got robbed, by the way. He scores. Oh, um, yeah. So here's the interesting thing. Like, it looks like he didn't average well. I think he averaged about 100. Um, but if you look at what how he scored, from round six, so counting, this is, this is interesting. So from the first five rounds, doesn't have Daniel Rich. Horrible. Had a horrible start to the year. From round six, Daniel Rich comes back. He averages 110 for the rest of the season. Yep. So if well, he's, Andy was having issues with his father and his emotions. That's also true. Up and down, up and 100%. down. 100%. And it's being have an back income. in Collingwood around the he's, rest of his family, his girlfriend's family. Yep. He's um, now in Collingwood. He's never going to get a tag. And he'll be happy. Like, 
Can you imagine tagging or him at that midfield? No, but if you come out and say that your heart's always bled Collingwood, you know, you went away to spend time with your family. Now you you're back. By that. Oh, I was hurt. That, that video he put out is like, oh, I'm going to cry about it. He could have <laughs> waited. <laughs> no, he couldn't. That's like breaking Get up. It's like breaking up with somebody saying, oh, by the way. Um, Here's my new girlfriend. I'm going to. No, 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 no. My no. old girlfriend. Yeah, my old girlfriend. My old we girlfriend. broke up at 6 p.m. And at 6.30 p.m. I'm releasing a press conference to say I'm still in love with my ex-girlfriend. I'm moving back into her house. To be fair. Our, our house. To be fair, she's hotter. To our old house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did you set me up then? Was that a classic Too good. setup? Too good. Oh, anyway, it. look, I think bless him. Actually, no, I'm not going to bless him because <laughs> he plays for Collingwood. Um, but look, I hope he does well. I think he will be happy there and he should be able to enjoy his football. And if he's happy, Dane Beams kills it. So I yeah. think he's a good option for draft and in particular. Standard, I don't think. This is the thing. Like, this yeah. is 557K, averaged 110 from round six onwards. I'd rather upgrade. Without, like, with, with no attention. With I, the attention on different mids. I think I'd rather upgrade. I don't know. Or see how he goes. And it, then could be, it could be a mid-season sideways. upgrade. Yeah, I don't know. But, and I will watch his role in the JLT, but I'll tell you what, if I can pick him up at mid too, I'm, I'm going to, like, you had me at hello. Yes, but don't forget, I also started Dan Beams in standard this year gone. Yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, because the first five Danny, rounds. Because Dangerfield was out and mm. he did horrible. Fair enough. This leads in, we had this conversation to Sidebottom. Where does, what happened? Because Sidebottom obviously moved inside last year. Yes. Uh, 551k midfielder. Yep. Uh, I don't think you can put him in standard. I think he had an awesome year in draft and he'd be draft worthy. I think you know what you're getting with him. I think he's a solid player, but he could average you anywhere between 100 and 112. Like, I don't You don't think, know. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't know. Yeah. So if you're picking him up at a true average. I think he's a great player, and I love watching side bottom play. Yeah. But he had such a good year. He also so, got tagged this year. Yeah. First time he's been tagged in his entire career. Like, where do you go from there? He's, he, he, well, he's and damaging. Those so tags why. reflected on his scoring. He had some really, really big games, and then he had some really, really stupid games, and he ended up averaging only just over 100, which is, like, he's averaged 111 before. Yes. So he has got a lot bigger when he's played on a wing, when he's played on a half-forward flank. So he's still pretty young, isn't he? He's not old, old. Like he's twenty-eight. Yeah, he's in his prime of his career now. Yeah, could be. So he could be. Look, I don't think he plays inside this year. No, I think he's outside. I think he plays more. I think outside. he's outside with Phillips. Well, I, I agree. Like, and so, is he then underpriced? Um, I don't know. Is it? A, it's not. It, you, again, question mark. Right. I like him. Don't have enough confidence to say. Yep. In standard, he's going to be my man. But I can take a pun in him in draft for sure. Yeah, but here's the thing: if you buy him in draft, you expect if he's only a hundred. Yeah. That's fine. You know, you can buy him and expect to at least get that hundred. But if he was yeah. over that, I wouldn't feel that confident picking him up at a one hundred eight to one ten average to hold it. You yeah. know, you just got to be happy with what you get. Well, I mean, if so I'd, I'd be happy. It goes without saying. I mean, he had his highest ever Brownlow vote getting year, so yeah. his best football year, in my opinion, he played his best football. Yes, but he also had his second lowest return in Supercoach since two thousand twelve. So it, it just didn't reflect because he got tagged because he got so much more attention. So um, if he's inside, I wouldn't choose him. If he's playing more outside in the JLT, I might. But I'm I don't I think there's better options at his price. Including Dane Beams for three three K or six six K more you get Dane Beams. So uh, standard? No. Drafts? Yes. Yeah. I'm gone. And I'm I'm gonna actually let you take next one on my list is Taylor Adams. Um you actually brought him into your standard side, Chris. I did. Yes. I did and uh it kind of burnt me, but it kinda of didn't. Because he, he did score really well over the time, but are we blessed in that you're only going to show footage 
of what you have already. You haven't chosen any player footage that you want to show? I could if you want. Oh, no, no. I mean, I'm, you I'm, no, I'm good. Let's I was just checking. Let's I was get just a read. Can we get a read? Do the pies go Grundy, Sia, Sia, Trelaw, Saudi, Beams, Phillips, so Pendles, Adams, both go halfback. That's what we were just thinking. Yeah. Good old Swizz. Yeah, I think Adams or, and Pendlebury could push One on the bench back. and rotating through as well. You've got to remember that. So, yeah. Um, well, I think they're both really good users from the back line. I think Adams well, would be awesome. Adams went. Adams hates himself. That goal from Elliot Yo that he kicked in the runner, well, yep. didn't get in the way. He hates himself. Yep. Right. Actually, I think Adams would be a good option. Adams but... is actually one of the most underrated options of the year. And it's interesting that he falls into the same price point as a Zorko and a um, and Merritt. And I think all three of these players need serious um, consideration. However, no one's looking at Taylor Adams. No, no one. If... And I know we don't, we don't really play it, but fantasy football, if you're in draft for that league, I would be looking at Taylor Adams. At least you know you're going to get a pretty good value out of him. He gets a bit of the ball, but there's a, a chance that he could go defender status. Next the year after. No, no. Oh, you mean keep fantasy it? Fantasy football, they change oh, yeah, it throughout they change the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's in, not that I advocate fantasy football because we are 100% super coach insider, but yep. um, yeah, for that kind I of option. I don't play AFL fantasy if I'm stupid. You have. I, I did, yeah. but I don't play it anymore. No, me either. I, I played it when the rules were like Supercoach in terms of the trading, and it was a lot better. I played it I played it once in a draft league, and then you kind of just gave up where you're that guy that's yeah. just no longer contributing. There is the real dream team, but there's not enough players in that no. to make it. Um, anyway, but I do like him. I think he's a great player. Plus, he's still young as well. So Yeah, and some interesting stats. So he um, he did have a bit of an uh, injury-ridden start for the year and missed three games. Um, but he kicked in, get things into gear in, in round 11, and he averaged 109.9 over the last 16 games. So that includes the finals. His, his actual final series, he averaged 119. Um, he just turns up for big games. So harder opposition, he turns up for. So what did um, he average then versus Dusty Martin for the back end of the year? <laughs> 180. 180. No, no, no. He did go well in that game. I think he got 132 in that game. Dusty averaged more though, right, once you got rid of him? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So Dusty did, yeah, because in his last four games, he went Yeah, he went huge. ham. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, 100, 110 over the last 16 games of the year, or 109.9, so 110. Um, I think he's a unique against, say, a Zorko or a Merit. So a lot of people are going to be running a Zorko or a Merit. You could run an Adams um, for the same price, and all three, I think, can go 110. Um, whether or not they do or not is, is different, and Adams' role could be impacted, but he still scores when he goes behind the ball. When he was behind the ball for a season, he averaged 107. So he's got the ability to do it. He'll play if he's fit. And that, that's the one knock on him is that he's not always had the most reliable body. Uh, Swiss, I think you mean crisp and not Crips. Uh, so he's had a flow on from that being Adams and Pendles going back. Yeah, Crips how does their role Trelaw. change? Yeah. Well, not only that, you also look at Langdon as well. Um, so, yep. yeah, so that's in the next on my... Um, pre- I actually put Phillips in the premium list. Yep. Just because he was so impressive for at least the start of the year. He um, really came out and dominated. I know I you agree. considered him at one point. Um, oh, he's good. He's oh, really he, good. He jumped up. Averages was very, very impressive. And he's still he's just a gun runner. I uh, really hope that... I, I don't know what they did with his role, but it looked like he had a role change halfway through the year. So when I looked into his stats, um, from round 12 onwards, he did not have one single 30-position game. Prior to round 12, he had six. He was in, like, he was in like career best form, um, and like by a long stretch. And I think he was averaging around about 107, 106, 107 during that period, and then dropped off a cliff. So whether or not that was a, a role change, someone came in, stole those minutes, whatever it was, 
Um, it wasn't great. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I, I do like Phillips. I, I think he's more one to watch and definitely yeah, I draft. think he's one to watch. You can pick him up later draft, in draft. I'm 100% with you. Yep. One to watch. Um, Crisp. I know he's yep. a very good option, a premium defender option. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is 519k as a defender, uh, especially when you compare him. We'll go with probably the two combined, I think, for this little segment here in Jeremy Howe, yep. who's 497k, did have shoulder surgery, I believe, uh, training back he up did. at Christmas. Yep. So uh, I think Jeremy Howe's probably a little bit more of the, considering his injury and lack of preseason. I know he's a good player. Yep. Um, I just think that possibly with the kick-in rules and all the rest of it as well, uh, I don't know how many kick-outs Crispy gets, but... Not many. Not many. But how, is, how takes a lot more. But at the prize, they share it because, I mean, it was Lyndon Dunn for ages, and then he'd yes. done his knee. So then Correct. it was Sharonberg. Then he did his knee. Then it was Jamie Howe. Like, the, but, they do share it around. But, 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 if you could pick a guy to run without bouncing like 10 metres and to kick it as long as you can to a contest. Jack Crisp. Crisp. Yep. Yeah. It's got his name written all over it. Long like to a contest. Yeah. You're basically <laughs> speaking about yeah, ex- Exactly. I think, right? that's, I think that's Jack Crisp's own. Exactly. So <laughs> that makes me feel like maybe Crispy will then be able to, A, get explosive power no, from the goal Tom Langdon also likes a big goal. He does. But he doesn't really run that far. He's more just a, oh, well, I got the ball and I'm just going to mark it. And Langdon can't run that far anymore. Not with a top knot. Slows him down. Slows him He's down. Like he, he needs horseback like a samurai. <laughs> he can't run fast. I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, look, uh, Jack Crisp um, had a great year, had a really good year, better than I thought he was ever going to have. He had a, he, unfortunately, his highest score was a 128 in round three, but then he had a 153 in the prelim against Richmond. So he had a fantastic final series, and I really rate it. Um, what a cracker. Um, but he only had five, uh, five scores below 80 um, with 10 hundreds. So it's consistent. Again, probably going to be ten top ten defender, probably. But is that enough at five hundred nineteen k? You're going to just lock in someone that might be top ten? Yeah, maybe not. It's not going to happen, um, draft, especially with draft. You, know, you could be pretty happy with draft. Yeah, I'll take okay. him in draft. Yeah, um, Jeremy Howe actually got knocked out on seventeen against Richmond in round nineteen, so his true average was ninety six point five. So he actually had a higher true average than Jack Crisp, but he's twenty k cheaper, so he's got you got a little bit of value there. Um, I don't think he can really ever average 100 and push or push No, I think he's six, always going to be that 92 to 95. He's going to be that 6 to 10. Yep. Again, you know. No, I'm with you. And uh, and Tom Langdon, I've got down here in my uh, in my mid-price. I don't think you can select Tom Langdon. Again, it's just, you know, he had a great final series. He averaged 92.75 over the four games. But I can't see him ever being a... 90 plus averaging defender 85 is pretty much where his cap is I'm with you I think he's a great D5 in draft yeah draft draft option or great. if it's a longer draft maybe a D4 but yeah you can you can pretty much expect him to get around an 80 odd uh, give and take the ups and downs yeah. but I think 80 average you know I'd feel pretty happy with it also Langdon depends on his role because defender. I mean his highlight is peel off the defender intercept mark like, yep. that's his highlight right? that's what he does yep. that's when he scores really well is when he's got that role if Pendles comes back, what is he doing? Because that's really where I see Pendles if he's going back. Reading the ball, intercepting the play. He's, what, 193. You know, he can take a mark. I don't know where I see it. So we'll see how that goes. But Yeah, I'm with you. So yeah. I had Langdon down as a mid-pricer for me. Um, not that great of an option for 16K compared to Williams, who's 400. Yeah. Um, James H, funnily enough, I think is a good little draft option. Uh, showed glimpses 
of some scoring potential. Yeah. That being we said, we had him in our eighteen men yeah, in our eighteen men league. So I think he's got definitely got potential. Uh, he's an outside player. So when you have a lot of inside guns and a lot of inside mids, he can definitely do a job on the outside. The problem with him last year is that he got overtaken by Chris Main. So Chris Main played a better like they played the exact same role. Yeah. But he went down injured. Chris Main all of a sudden went. This yeah, well, is my Chris, role. Chris playing Main, on a wing, yeah, can, playing as a link player. He can play a role though. He yeah. he's like, oh, this is what you want me to do. I'll just get. I'll lead up. I'll get a mark. I'll hit a target thirty yeah. meters down the track. I and also don't think play move on. Ace will start round one. Well, that's fair because they just got too many like like a well, Wells. Yeah. If Wells uh, is fit. Oh, Wells, yeah, 100%. And nothing would make me happier than to see James H sit on the bench, to be honest. But uh, look, Enjoy he Enjoy that. He is. I hope you're like playing in a grand final that you lost. When he does play, though, he does do okay for a longer draft league. Um, and then Jamie Elliott is the only other mid-pricer, 280k, who I would not have much um, of one in, except for Dugowie, which I but I put Dugowie more in the, um, the premium. premium. Yeah, oh, so is in your is in your picking him to be a premium. Yeah, that's, that's he's not yeah. really valued four seventy six k. Four seventy six k. You wouldn't pick Dugowie as a stepping stone. You would pick Dugowie thinking he's going to be a ninety. Yeah, and it, there's no price. evidence that like, he'd need more midfield time. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's unless you're going to just rely on natural progression. You need actual. Yeah. So again, yes. I think a and where do all the decent points go? draft option, but where again, I think someone else will pick him up before you get a chance. Where do all the points go? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, many, the good news is this. How many points are there? Didn't I think pretty confident that Collingwood have was the uh, highest Supercoach scoring team for the year, so they, they I score more per game than any other team. Oh, I wouldn't doubt that, but then they've also got a lot of guns getting the ball. That's so true. It's, um, yeah, neither here nor there. Um, for me, I've got a draft special. Yep. Um... Besides Tom Phillips, if you can get him, and Jamie Elliott, who could average you over 80. Yep. They're, I think, 100% awesome draft specials, particularly later on. Uh, even in an 18-man league, a Jamie Elliott, awesome option um, to go for that. Tom Phillips would be awesome, even as your last mid. Yep. I think, what do you even end up averaging in the end? Like 90? 91, 92. Yeah. So, yeah. well, even as an M6 or something, you can get away with in draft. I think he's a good option. My little draft smoky, not like it's a good option because Collingwood bat pretty deep as far as primos. Uh, Will Hoskin Elliott. Um, He's had, I mean, he can hit a ton, hey? Well, That's yeah. He, he can just pull out he out can of hit the box. a ton. Um, yeah. He gets the job done. He normally kicks a goal a game. He's a midfield forward now, forward mid, which then actually brings up his relevance. Yep. So as a midfielder only, not that great. He was averaging like 80 for a bit of the year. As a draft smoky, though, Will Hoskin Elliott as a forward mid. Um, getting underneath and taking hangers over the top of Cox could actually do all right. So that's my little smoky option there. Could yep. hit you a nice little 80 option. And uh, one to watch, Daniel Wells. Um, not because you want him in your side, but because you want to see him go down like a sack of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> so just watch him. Oh, and yeah, you can't choose him. Players to avoid, right? You've got to avoid him. Um, um, yeah, in draft, bench option. But um, yeah, if he plays, he might get you an 80 odd. But yeah, more just to watch him because he, he's going to go down. 100%. Um, I've just got a place to avoid. I, I would avoid Scott Pendlebury at this point just with his unknown role, age, um, his trajectory down, downwards for the first time in his career. <laughs> oh, um, Sharon just... Bird's still injured, obviously, coming back yes. from ACL. Sam Murray's not going to play this year, so don't Correct. even think don't about Don't even it. think about him. And Jordan Roughhead. Um, I don't think he's going to um, be in a role as conducive to Supercoach scoring. I was actually going to say, uh, side note, Chris, you, you wouldn't mind being Daniel Wells' missus, though, right? <laughs> Why is that? Well, he goes down with something new every week. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I was cracking up to myself. We're editing that um, out of YouTube. We're editing that. <laughs> we can say that, can't we? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. We're, we're not over the head. No, we're not specifying. Yeah. We're just like you, you can know. bring home some new cutlery. He gets he gets new injuries. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Which is, oh, we're, we're talking about his injuries. Pulling an Elliot. Uh, for me, one to avoid is Levi Greenwood, three hundred k defender. Um, look, I, I understand it. Being a defender does make him appealing, except he hasn't been super coach relevant in about three years since he went to the Pies. Uh, he's too busy spending his overpriced contract to play super he's coach not relevant. Play this year. To play super coach relevant. Um, he's he's not in the best twenty-two. If you write a best twenty-two right now, Levi Greenwood does not make the cut. Yep, yeah, unfair. Which is an expensive bench player. Well, we need to get rid of these contracts next year. We need to go for Josh Kelly and get rid of Greenwood, get rid of Maine, get rid of Wells. And all of a sudden, you've got $1.2 million a year to go after. Ah, but then Josh don't Kelly. forget, it'll be less because Beams will be on more money per year as it gets on. Yeah, maybe yes. trade him next year. I'd rather have Kelly <laughs> any day of the week. You don't need another the new beard. girlfriend's just staying what inside, mate. Anyway. I thought we were in love, but actually, I just really like the new kid on the block. Anyway, so that's Collingwood. Let's see how they progress through the preseason. Um, thank you again for having us, and we shall move on and hit up Essendon. Yeah, on to the next one. Again, don't forget, don't, uh, we're going to, yeah. you know, if you're following the stream, you've probably heard this about 50 times, Correct. but follow us on Twitch um, at uh, twitch.tv forward slash SC underscore insider on Twitter at, at um, SC underscore insider underscore yes. Facebook at uh, so facebook.com forward slash supercoach insider, I believe. So I think you said SC insider yep. last time, but I'm pretty sure it's supercoach insider. Excellent. No, at SC insider. Yeah, I know, I'm right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, and now on YouTube, uh, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. So thanks very much. Boom, thank you. Catch you guys. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Carry. Yeah.